Welcome into another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel, and in this episode, we will be doing a preview of the Packers game coming up this weekend on Sunday between the Packers at Lambeau Field and the Washington football team. And before we get to that, I do want to do a quick recap of last week's game for the Packers as they defeated the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field 24-14. to uh, It was really kind of a, a workmanlike effort, so to speak, by the Packers. They were able to kind of establish themselves. I mean, early on, they didn't do very well because they got off to a slow start, uh, you know, 7-0 Bears. But after that, it was kind of a workmanlike effort, I equated to, so to speak, uh, like I said, because the Packers were able to come back from that little bit of adversity in the beginning and really put it on the Bears. Uh, they, they Once they got a lead, they really didn't look back, and they were able to build off that lead uh, going forward and, and, and able to, to seal it and, and, and get up by more than, more than a score to uh, clinch the win. And it was really great to see the – Running game, get into a groove. Aaron Jones, 76 yards rushing. A.J. Dillon, 59 yards rushing. So over 100 yards combined from the top two running backs for the Packers. And then Rodgers didn't throw for a bunch of yards. I mean, he threw for 195 yards, but he had two touchdowns. He didn't turn it over, no interceptions. Devontae Adams, like he usually does, led them in receiving. And the Packers defense, I do want to give out a shout-out to the Packers defense. They did a really good job. Um, a few guys to note, Devondre Campbell continues his great play early in the season, uh, really doing well at the middle linebacker spot, uh, roving around the field. He's got speed. He can cover running backs uh, about as good as any middle linebacker can against a, a fast and sh- shifty running back. And uh, then you got Kenny Clark up front doing doing a great job uh, holding things down up front. He had several plays where, where, where he got some sacks and some pressure on Justin Fields, the rookie for the Bears, who didn't have a great game. He had 174 yards passing. He did have a passing touchdown, but he had an interception. And then Khalil Herbert uh, subbing in for David Montgomery, who is on IR. But I think he's going to be back in either – I don't think this week, but maybe next week uh, he might be returning or he's going to return in the near future, it sounds like, because the, the new IR this year is what when you when you hear the, when you heard the, the phrase or, or the, the, the letters IR, which is short for injured reserve, you think right away, oh, well, that player is going to be out for, for a long period of time. Well, with how they kind of redo the injury des- designations in the NFL, it depends on the the severity of it. If it's an injury where the player can maybe come back in a few weeks, then it's only three weeks. But if it's longer than that, then they it depends on how they how they determine the the weeks out. But it seems like Dave Montgomery to keep this short and sweet uh, about as quick as I can uh, will will be coming back soonish. So and then Allen Robinson led them in receiving, and the Packers won by. 10. So I have Mark Trunk in for another edition of my podcast. And Mark, uh, quick thoughts recapping the game by the Packers, the win over the Bears. Obviously, we had the Aaron Rodgers 
shouting at Bears fans after he, he scored the touchdown. Uh, he said, quote, I still own you, uh, which is a, a famous line now that's that's going to come uh, given all, all of Rodgers' success in the past. That's, that's come against the Bears and now with the win over the Bears. So, Mark, your thoughts. Yeah, well, Packers did what they had to do. It wasn't pretty at times, but they got the job done. And, yeah, like you said, they recovered from a slow start, and the offense kind of got back on track with the running game, getting Aaron Jones involved, H.J. on the ball. Devontae Adams didn't have as huge of a game as he normally does, but he still had a couple of big catches towards the end where he got him down in scoring position to get the clinching touchdown. And you saw the Packers' depth again uh, getting tested. Josh Myers, their center, was out, I think, pretty early in the game. And then they had Lucas Patrick come in. And he, from what I heard, did pretty decent. Uh, They still had some issues protecting Rodgers in the interior, but otherwise it was all right. And uh, hopefully they get David Bakhtiari back this week and maybe some more people in the next few weeks, like Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and that to uh, help make the offense more explosive. And then, yeah, what you're saying, Adam, too, about uh, the defense, Kenny Clark was great at the end. He had a couple big sacks. Devondre Campbell still playing well. The pick- Packers got uh, Whitney Merciless, a uh, pickup from the Texans, to help with their pass rushing. And... Um, Unfortunately, it sounds like Zedaria Smith will be out for a while, but they got Preston Smith, Zedaria Smith, and now Woody Merciless. So, you know, you got you to gotta give credit to Joe Barry. I think the last few weeks, I understand they haven't been playing, you know, top five offenses, but they've done pretty well. And if, if people aren't playing well, he recognizes it. He makes switches. Um, he took out Isaac Yadam after a really bad first drive, unfortunately. But... Things got better. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what they can do this week. And they got a couple of really tough matchups coming up. So they're going to really need to win this game to give them some cushion, so to speak. But otherwise, I'll let you get into the um, injury report and set up our preview for the West, for, for the uh, football team. Yeah, just quickly wrapping up uh, the, the talk about the Bears game. Mark, you mentioned it about how Joe Barry kind of their Packers defensive coordinator really recognizes when players, you know, maybe have a bad a bad drive or things like that, and they make the switch. And that's not necessarily, um, I mean, obviously the the player, you know, in in what Mark was talking about with Isaac Yadam, uh, he had a bad drive, he had a bad interference uh, play, but I mean, the player's still talented. I mean, he's he's in the NFL for a reason, but. You know, it's it's not necessarily a negative on the player. The, the coach knows that the player's value to the team. It's just more of, hey, this situation, we like somebody else in there. You'll get your shot again um, and, and and make the most of it. And like like any player in the pros or, or you know, in any game for that matter, you just got to stay ready, stay involved. And, yeah, Isaac Yadam had a, had a bad bad coverage play uh, that, he, that he got called for an interference. But he's still, you know, he's he's a talented player. He, he can do some things, um, and, and and things like that. So, and I'm sure, like like any player, you you learn from that mistake and you, you move on and you try and not let it happen again. So, and also too with Joe Barry, he's really good at um, you know blitzing. I think early in the year they had some, uh, you know, 
problems, I guess, with with not blitzing enough and, and things like that. And maybe Coach Matt Lafleur uh, talked to him about, hey, let's let's bring some pressure more. And obviously, you want to play coverage. You you want to you know cover the receivers to the best of your ability, but you also can't, um, I guess, not not bring pressure enough. Like you still got to bring enough pressure and 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 get after the quarterback as as much as you can um, because that. That, that sparks turnovers and, and things like that. So you have to kind of find the balance of, hey, I should bring a lot of pressure, but I also should also make sure that we're, we're covered as far as covering the players that we need to cover in the receiving game. So I think so far, Joe Barry has, has done nice nice things for the Packers, and, and hopefully he, he continues that. And uh, hopefully the Packers won't have to worry about hiring a new defensive coordinator for a while. Hopefully Joe Barry's, you know, does really well and they, they don't have to worry about that so anyways let's talk about the game against the washington football team it is this coming sunday at noon lambeau field lately the packers have been playing some noon games normally a team that that has a lot of 325 primetime games but also within any schedule you gotta you know mix in some noon games as well so this will be a noon game and the Washington football team is two and four, Packers five and one. And Washington football team is a team that played the playoffs last year, lost bet to the Buccaneers. But last year they had a really good defense, and this year their defense not as good. And I, I'm not sure. I haven't really looked into it as far as if they lost anybody notable in free agency. Obviously, they still have Chase Young, the the star pass rusher uh, who came from Ohio State, really good player. And they do have some other good talent on the defensive side of the ball, but it's maybe not as, as production-wise. And and we are early early-ish in the season still. I mean, we're 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 getting towards the, the the middle of the season, but we are still kind of early. So we'll see if they they make some adjustments and, and get back back to what they were last year. But they have struggled so far this year, and they will be going against a very talented Packers offense. And it is going to be at Lambeau, so Packers are tough to beat, you know, even on the road. But at Lambeau, they play really well normally. So it'll be on Fox, and just some numbers very early in the season for for this game. Offensively, Packers twenty second, twenty first, tied for seventeenth, fifteenth. 14th and going down the line that is offensive numbers total yards passing yards rushing yards points third down percentage and then for washington 25th 24th 19th 21st and 27th so offenses maybe not like highly ranked but again we are kind of early in the season typically things do even out um as far as separating the really good offenses from the bad you know not so good offenses and then defensively packers total yards fifth Passing yards fourth, rushing yards thirteenth, points thirteenth, third down percentage tied for twenty fifth, and then for Washington thirtieth, thirty second, nineteenth, thirty second, and thirty second. And you can kind of think of like I just said that the the five categories on down the line. So those those numbers match up with each other, and then the opening line on the game: Packers nine and a half favored. And currently, it's a seven and a half point favorite. And the score, uh, well known sports app, uh, is, is uh, the, the source for, for all this information. Uh, and so far, Rodgers on the season 12 touchdowns, three interceptions, four, 1,436 yards passing. Taylor Heineke, nine touchdowns, 
six interceptions, and then rushing game, no surprise, leading the football team in rushing. Antonio Gibson, Aaron Jones for the Packers, and then Terry McLaurin and Devontae Adams, the receiving leaders, respectively. No surprise there. So I do want to get into the injury report before I get Mark's thoughts early on. So the injury report reads for this game coming from the Washington football team. Sam Cosme is did not practice. Antonio Gibson, limited. Charles Leno, full practice. Terry McLaurin, limited. Curtis Samuel, did not practice. Brandon Sher- Sheriff, did not practice. Ricky Seals-Jones, limited participant. Cam Sims, did not practice. Jonathan Allen, full practice. Diami Brown, limited. And then William Jackson, limited. For the Packers, Kelly, DN- DNP, Myers, DNP, Savage, Limited participant, Preston Smith, DNP, Kevin King, limited, and Equinina St. Brown, full practice. And that the, that's not even talking about the players who are, are already deemed out, like Mark mentioned with Zadarius Smith and uh, some other players as well, as far as some IR players. So, and again, that's from the Washington football team as the source. So, thank you to all those sources for, for all that great, great. Great insight. And uh, Mark, I'm going to kick it to you as far as some early thoughts into this one for Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so we'll first start out with our interesting fact of the week for this Packers opponent. The Redskins have struggled the last 30 years. Since 1992, they've only won two playoff games, if you can believe that. Packers have won way, way more than that. So Another reminder that we are spoiled as Packer fans. Not every fan base gets to um, watch a team be in a year in and year out. So with that being said, uh, yeah, a, a couple things. So first with the Redskins on defense, they have been disappointing. Like you said, Adam, they still have good players. Their, their defensive line was thought to be you know, the best in the NFL. Coming into this year, they had loaded with first-round picks on there. If you look at uh, lineups.com, they rate uh, people on a one to hundred scale. All of their offensive, all of their uh, defensive linemen are eighty and above, which is really good. The weakness for the Redskins, would Washington be football team. I'm sorry, the. Washington football team, yes. Still getting used to that. The weakness for the football team is their secondary. They don't really have many great players in there. William Jackson III, formerly of the Bengals, I believe he's rated as 85. Uh, Landon Collins is their best safety. He's rated 79. Linebackers, very mediocre. No one really above the mid-70s. So you would hope the Packers can get Aaron Jones involved and get 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 some matchups against those guys. And I don't I don't know if Bakhtiari is going to play or not. It would certainly help in this game because it's going to be tough if they have a couple of backup linemen in there trying to hold on the football team's defensive front. But this is definitely a good tune-up for next week against the Arizona Cardinals. So have another really good defense. And is another thing to keep in mind, this will be a Packers home game. So they've been in some 
crazy environments the last few weeks. So it, hopefully that'll help Rogers and the Packers. They were a little bit better in the red zone last week. The Packers were. Um, they cashed in on most of their chances, so hopefully they can do that again. And then something that I saw, I believe it's like the Packers have almost never lost under Matt LaFleur as long as they win the turnover battle. And they've been winning the turnover battle most of the time here since week one, and they've won every week. So they win the turnover battle. You think they have a good chance of winning. Heineke, um, and we'll talk a little bit about him. He's a little bit more turnover prone than Aaron Rodgers. But, yeah, as far as Packers on offense, Adam, I think they can put up some points if they give Rodgers enough time, of course, and <laughs> try to stay ahead of the sticks because you don't want you don't want to have, uh, uh, as, as Big A likes to say, you don't want the defense to be able to pin their ears back when it's third and ten or whatever and they know it's a pass and, you know, you're kind of on the on the defense as far as trying to protect against all these superstar pass rushers. So that's what I got to say. Um, Packers on offense, what do you think, Big A? Yeah, so Packers on offense, I think, It'll all depend on the offensive line. I mean, this offensive line we talked about in previous episodes, Big A Sports Show, about how kind of in flux they are as far as they've, they've had a lot of guys in and out. Uh, now they got Josh Myers, uh, according to Coach Matt LaFleur, in, in the Packers media. Uh, to paraphrase, he basically thinks he's going to be, you know, out a few weeks. So you can, you know, he's not going to be in the lineup for for the next few weeks. I would assume for sure this one, and then. For sure, probably Thursday night because that's a quick turnaround. And then maybe get back in the lineup for, I believe, they play the Chiefs after the, the uh, Arizona game. And that'll be a longer kind of um, layoff between because uh, it'll be the Thursday night game against the Cardinals. And then they'll have to wait, you know, Sunday's games that, that week and then the whole another week. So maybe that'll be enough time for Myers to get back in the lineup. But I would say... Give him some time. He's a rookie. He showed some good things. Obviously, like any rookie, some struggles. But I think more more times than not, I think that they got, and I don't want to speak too soon, but I think maybe they got the, their center of the future with Josh Myers. He's, you know, from Ohio State, played there, played high-level, high you know, football with, with a Big Ten program. So hopefully he, he keeps he keeps his nose to the grindstone, so to speak, and uh, continues the, the great job. I know Rodgers is is unsolicited basically said, Hey, he's done some, some really nice things. So hopefully he keeps, keeps it up and the Packers will have to, um, you know, obviously have him at center, you know, when he's healthy again. So, uh, and then you have Dave Bakhtiari, Mark, you mentioned it about, um, him coming back. He's now practicing again, which is good to see, obviously coming back from the injury, uh, that happened last year, I believe on new year's day or new year's Eve. Uh, so that was kind of a shock to to all of us Packers fans, um, and kind of you know maybe even the sports world to to an extent. Um, but he is back practicing, and I would don't think that he'd be out there for the game this Sunday. Probably not next week, given the quick turnaround. But we'll see. Um, he's he's I think he's kind of farther ahead in the in the rehab process than than the expected time. So I guess never put anything behind or never put anything past Dave Bakhtiari as far as coming back. I know that he wants to get back out there as, as, you know, like any competitor. So we'll see with that. But they do have a good 
amount of offensive line depth. I think that that they've done a nice job with building. So I think that's one of the many strong suits the Packers is building that offensive line depth. So I would say, you know, keep in mind that it's a long season. I'm sure that they will. The medical staff, you know, thinks that it'll be a long season and get back whenever they can. So anyways, I think that's the biggest thing going going into this game. Offensive line, who's going to be out there? You know, I think it'll be fine. But, um, you know, kind of making those holes for the, those runners and Jones and Dylan. And uh, in some cases, um, Kylan Hill, too. So we'll see. Obviously, Devontae Adams is, is their leader, going to be their leader in receiving, like he always is, probably the best receiver in the NFL. As they say, top, not not top two, not top two, not one, or I think that's the saying that goes. Um, but, uh, oh, no, no, the big is top two, not two. Top two, not two. Pretty much saying he's number one. Yes. That's a cool way of saying that. Yes, yes, that's how it goes. Thank you, Mark. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, you, you, uh, you go to Devante first and then, um, Aaron Nagler of Chisa TV put it great. You know, he basically, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, you know, Aaron Jones and Devante Adams are going to get, get the ball, le- 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 be the leaders in clubhouse as far as getting the ball. It's about who's, who's going to get the, the other parts of that offense. We've seen. Tunyon, who was so great last year, he's been more blocking this year because of the offensive line, you know, influx. So maybe we'll see him get a little bit more this this week. We'll have to see. But last week it was Lazard getting more. The week before that, you know, earlier in the year for a game it was Cobb. So it's it's all about you know opportunity for these 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 other receivers, and uh, really seeing who who can get those other touches and even. For the receiving game, they've been using AJ Dillon too, uh, and he's gotten even better as a receiver. So, I think the Packers should have no issue putting up points, especially at home, and especially against a struggling football team defense. But we'll have to see on it. I, I think the Packers should have no issue putting up at least thirty points or more in this game. Um, I think that's the expectation against. I mean. Any defense that's a tough defense this is tough tough in the NFL, but I think uh, underlying thing is the Packers at home. I mean, they 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 usually cook, so to speak, at uh, at home when they're playing in their in front of their fans, and their offense just really looks really good. So I think they'll they'll be able be able to be good there. It'll be about the defense, and I know that we'll talk about that quickly before getting into predictions. But it'll be about the defense and. I mean, struggling quarterback in Taylor Heineke, as Mark mentioned. Um, we'll have to see if they can get any turnovers off of off of him. Um, but they are limited to in the secondary with, I believe, I'm not sure if Kevin King's going to be out again. He was out last week, and then Jair's on IR. So hopefully he can come back, you know, in the near future. But I don't know if he needs surgery. We'll have to see. I think we're still kind of waiting on that. Hopefully he can avoid surgery. But, you know, if the injury's... Unfortunately, severe enough where you have to have surgery. You have to also think about, you know, having surgery and things like that. So, as far as the long term of the player and um, and everything with with what what's best for them. So, Mark, quickly talk about the Packers on defense against this football team offense. Yep. So Packers on defense, they are going to be going against Taylor Heineke. Originally, 
So he was a kind of a, a journeyman quarterback last year. It really, no one knew about him until uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick got hurt, and he ended up playing the playoff game against the Buccaneers. He did well. The plan for him was to back up uh, Fitzpatrick this year. Unfortunately, Fitzpatrick got injured like right away in the first game, so it's pretty much been his show ever since. He's been decent. I mean, he's better than Alex Smith and some of the other guys they've had the last few years. Um, if you look at their weapons, Terry McLaurin is by far their best receiver. He's really fast, great deep ball receiver. Um, if anybody plays fantasy football, you've heard of him. Uh, sounds like he's got a hamstring injury. I think he might play, so we'll, we'll have to see who Joe Barry puts on him. I would assume Eric Stokes. Um, and then Curtis Samuel is also a decent receiver as well. He's rated 86 out of 100 on lineups.com. Jeremy Clarence is rated 88. They did have a, a decent tight end, Logan Thomas, and uh, he got injured a few weeks ago, so they're kind of kind of um, low on the depth chart as far as that goes. And then Antonio Gibson, he is pretty decent. The, the Redskins, or I'm sorry, the football team, I've been pretty average this year running the ball. Packers have been decent stopping the run, so I look for that to continue. And then if you look at the O-line, not a great offensive line. The Packers' defense is going to be going against. Their best player is their right guard. He's rated 85. Otherwise, everyone else is rated 81 or below. So hopefully Kenny Clark and Smith, Gary, and all of them can continue the pressure. And it would be nice if Kevin King could play this week. So it uh, wouldn't be Eric Stokes and then, uh, you know, kind of a bunch of new guys. But, yeah, I think the Packers should do pretty well on defense here. And the um, the the key will be, you know, obviously, like always, red zone defense, turnovers, making sure they're winning that battle. And I think – Having a game at home in front of the screaming Lambeau Field crowd will help him out. What do you think, Adam? Yeah, I think uh, you know all's all's great there that you said. And now we'll get into predictions. And before we do that, I do want to just kind of say, you know, Brian Gutekunst, as always, doing a great job with the Packers. He's really, you know, in season he's 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 signed some players. He's signed Jalen Smith. He's signed some corners to to fill in. Um, he signed Whitney Merciless, I think, could be an underrated signing. Now, for a lot of those players, some of the challenges coming into a new system mid midseason, and you have to kind of figure things out. So, I would I would preach patience for for those for those players. Um, as far as tr- trying to grasp a new system, obviously they have the talents and, and everything like that. But hopefully they can incorporate themselves into this Packers defense um you know the the realizing hey we've we've had some injuries unfortunately let's let's sign some guys let's bring some guys in um so hopefully those players uh come in and really help the defense um as far as having some guys out like Zadari Smith, Jair Alexander and sign sign some corners sign some some pass rushers um to, to really you know hopefully you know fortify that defense even more um, and, and things like that. Obviously, bringing in Joe Barry, starting a new a new system and, and other things as well. I mean, who knows whether these signings will work out? Um, but they are low risk, potentially high re- re- reward signings. You know, worst case they don't work out. You don't. You're not paying much. I don't think for them in NFL money. And best case, they really improve the defense. So, 
hopefully they continue to um, really improve the defense. But anyways, my prediction, Packers 34, Washington football team. I'm going to go 13. I'd say 34 to 13 or 34, 17, anywhere around there. Um, I think that the Packers should have no issue with the Washington football team. I think that they'll, they'll give them some fits here and there, but I think that the offense will be humming and their defense. I think that they'll get, get off to an early lead and then the defense can kind of pin their ears back as I like to say, so to speak and get after Taylor Heineke and put some pressure on him. I will say Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson are really talented and they do have some other talent on their, on their offense and, and even their defense. But I think the Packers at home can be the Packers by uh, a few scores. So Mark, very quickly, what's your prediction? I'll say Packers 31, football team 20. A lot of the reasons you just said, Packers just have a better roster. Aaron Rodgers over Heineke, not a real competition. They're at home. Give me the Packers by at least 10 points. I would agree with that. As I, as I said, all the listeners out there know my prediction and everything, so... Thank you for listening to another edition of Big A Sports Show. I will try to do my best, as always, to crank out content wherever I see fit and try to get those previews out to all you listeners whenever I have a chance and uh, also other content, too. We have baseball, playoff baseball, and NFL kicking in the high gear, too. So a lot of content, as, as always, being pushed out for Big A Sports Show. If you missed any of it, if you'd like to listen back to previous episodes, you can, and then future episodes, and then this episode, and let her, let people know about it if you, if you want to. Um, and subscribe to a Big A Sports Show wherever you get your podcast. And thank you for listening. And I will talk to you all again whenever I have my next episode, which should be in the near future. Thank you again.